She is a member of the Dallas Wings, the WNBA, and she is a member of the Team USA three-on-three women's basketball team that will compete in the Olympics in Tokyo. Um, Can't wait to see that. Uh, We welcome Alicia Gray onto Hoopsology. How's it going, Alicia? It's going good. How are y'all? Good. The the first question I'd like to ask our guests is, what is either your first basketball memory or your favorite basketball memory growing up? Uh, I'll say my favorite basketball memory is, of course, uh, winning the national championship when I was at South Carolina and winning rookie of the year, my rookie in, in the league. So those, those two are, are up there. And I guess what was what was that like? I mean, we're we're mere mortals, right? Matt and I maybe play some pickup ball here or there, or play two K. So, I mean, in terms of being a professional athlete, we will never know what's that like. So, can you shed some light, like the, the, the feelings you felt um, in either one of those two experiences? What, what was that like? Um, because it just it had to be incredible. All that hard work, or all that sacrifice, you know, it paid off in those two accomplishments. I mean, it's joy, just like you said, all the sacrifices uh, that you make as an athlete, uh, deciding on, oh, do I go hang out with friends or do I go to the gym? I mean, it it just shows like this, like the sacrifices and athletes we make. But I mean, I mean, it was it was great. I mean, I was excited to to achieve both of those accolades in my career. And um, Alicia, I just want to ask you, you know, th- this season for you has, you know, it's probably been unlike any other season. I just want to get your insight. What has what has it been like, you know, c- competing, um, playing for the Dallas Wings while also preparing for the Olympics? Has that taken more of a physical toll or have you been able to balance both? Uh, just keep that balance. Correct. Uh, I mean, it's definitely been a lot. I mean, but for me, uh, whatever uh, season that I'm in at the time, I focus on it. So in the WA season, I'm all WBA and then. Nowadays, transferring over to Olympics, my focus is all three x three. So, just whatever moment that I'm in, that's that's where my focus is. Awesome. And and how are they um, accounting for training for the Olympics? Is it taking time away from the WNBA specifically for for a few weeks, or are you managing both of those at the same time? Oh uh, well, right now, uh, the whole league uh, we're on uh, All Star and Olympic break, so. Uh, during this time, no teams are playing games, so uh, they block out the WMA schedule. It's like on pause for Olympics, so nobody's like missing games or anything. Awesome. I, I wanted to ask, you know, there have been some monumental things going on in the WNBA, uh, specifically the past two seasons. How, from the player side of things, how has your perception of the league changed if if at all since entering the league in 2017 have you noticed any any changes in um maybe like notoriety of the league or or any things like that i said notoriety of the league is, is definitely going up i mean if you look game to game uh when the tv ratings come out our viewership has definitely uh gone up a lot so i mean my biggest thing i mean people just got to give the WNBA a chance because i mean i've uh had conversations with several people that that has that have came to a WNBA game and watched on TV and they, they enjoyed it a lot. So, I mean, I, I think like our viewership is definitely going up each year. And how, how has it changed for you coming from a very successful college career, of course, and transitioning into the WNBA? What is that like to, you know, be able to focus on a, on a professional career? How did things change once, once you entered the league? 
Uh, I would say uh, in the league is an easy balance. I mean, basketball is literally uh, my job. I mean, in college, you know, you had study hall classes, practice, like get in late from nights, 8 a.m. classes. So now with being in WNBA, I really can like focus in and, and work on my craft and, and be just an athlete. So I'll say on the WNBA side, it's, it's a lot easier to manage. Awesome. And I know um, reading about your career, you've also spent time playing in Israel. And how does that compare playing in the Israeli league um, compared to, of course, the WNBA? Uh, I mean, it, it's different. I mean, with, with the rules and, and just the, the style of play. I mean, in day basketball is basketball, but I mean, it, it was it was definitely a little a little different for me. Is it um, is it culture shock going overseas? I, I mean, very very different over in Israel than than here in in the U.S. Uh, for me personally, it was. I mean, just you know, like having like fine food and and adjust to the culture of of what they do over here compared to the the U.S. So, I mean, for me, I was I was closely shocked, but uh, I was able to adjust over time, but it was definitely something uh, new to me. Awesome. Alicia, I want to ask you about how you got involved with this, the um, the three-on-three team and, and how that came about with your involvement there. Because I find that um, with the big three, with Ice Cube, and just seeing, just, you know, seeing highlights of your team, I think it's an untapped market because I think a lot of, you know, you know, Mad and I just, you know, playing pickup over the years. Usually it is it's a three-on-three format. So can you kind of elaborate on really how what your involvement is and where do you see kind of the future of this? Do you see this going kind of past the Olympics in terms of maybe a possible like three-on-three league maybe being created, men's and women's, you think? Uh, I mean, right now, no, I didn't know, like, 3-3 three was such a big sport until I actually, like, got involved into 3-3. Three three. I just know uh, I was asked by uh, Kara Callen uh, after a 5-5 five five, uh, when I was doing, when I was with that team. She asked, well, would I be interested in playing on the 3-3 three, three, three team and, and being able to go lift qualifying tournament and a chance to compete at Olympics. And I did not hesitate because, I mean, <laughs> who gives up a, a chance of going to Olympics? So that's how I I got involved into the, the 3x3 world. But I didn't know, like, it's like tournaments year-round. Like, it's like legit, like, 3x3 teams. Like, I didn't know how big a, of an event in sport it was until I actually got involved in 3x3. And what do you think is the biggest adjustment you had to make compared to um, playing on your WNBA team? Uh, just like the cardio and the physicality of the game. Like in 3H3, you can't go up soft and, and expect to get foul calls. Uh, and then the cardio is like, a, even though it's just like a 10-minute game, I mean, it's just like a consistent game. We only get the sub on dead ball. So, I mean, it's just very high intense. So I'll say the cardio and the physicality was, was definitely like an adjustment. Now, I'm headed over to the Olympics. There's this, it's going to be a little bit different just because of the state of the world and the fact that um, the way the Olympic Games are, they're not going to be any fans there. So is that going to be an, an adjustment for you, or do you just not pay attention to fans anyway when you're out there on the court? I mean, last year uh, we played in the WNBA bubble and right. we didn't have fans. So, I mean, it's, it it wasn't a hard adjustment. So, I mean, it'll, it'll be uh, just like that. So, it'll be a pretty easy adjustment. And, and headed over there um, just for the Olympics, the, the opening ceremonies is such a big deal. Um, can you just kind of, I guess – 
walk us through what you're looking forward to being over there. Um, and actually, I want to ask you, since there's no um, since there's restrictions on fans attending the events, does that include you all too? Like, does that mean, hey, you can't go and cheer on your other teammates in like track and field or um, the men's basketball team or gymnastics or anything you're interested in? Are you pretty much confined to just, you know, competing and just stay in your room? How's that going to work? Well, I mean, for what I know right now, I mean, for the most part, I mean, we're just going to going to do our event and then like we fly out and go home because oh. of the, the uh COVID situation so I mean that's all I really know right now I mean, okay I know a lot of like info and stuff but I know like we do get to do the, the open ceremony so I'm just going to enjoy that moment and, and soak in everything yeah, that's awesome. The opening ceremonies, is, it's awesome just to watch on TV. I can't imagine just taking part of that. That's just such a spectacle. So that's cool um, that you'll be able to participate in that. Um, I'm shifting gears back to the WNBA. Like you mentioned, um, you you were in a just a WNBA bubble. What has it been like, you know, with this season, having fans back? Um, just to reverse of my previous question, um, was that something you were ultimately looking forward to? Did you actually enjoy not having fans back? Not in terms of like the actual fans, but just maybe the atmosphere was more like an intimate, more of just like a pickup um, environment. What was it like just having just the fans back this season? I mean, my biggest thing, I was happy that my uh, my family and friends could, could come to the game because I love when they're able to, to come to games and see me play in person. But yeah, I mean, the fans are, are what what drives the game, especially they get, especially when playing at home. Like the momentum, like once the fans get going, like the momentum of the game can change. So I'm very happy that the fans are able to do that. But I was very excited about uh, my family and friends being able to to come see me play. Was it weird just having fans back? Was that any kind of adjustment for you just because that bubble was just so concentrated that entire time um just with really limited to no fans there was that any type of kind of like a shock hey there's like people here that everything's kind of back to normal uh, was that any kind of a thing for you or just like you know we're just back to business as normal before the pandemic hit uh back to business i love playing in front of big crowds i mean it's fun so it was just a regular regular old day for me <laughs> And um, Alicia, just one more question. I'll pass it over to Matt. Um, what has it been like in particular this season? It's the, it's the anniversary of the WNBA, um, 25 years. Um, do you have any like memories of just watching the league maybe when you were little, like anything that stands out in terms of um, just yourself watching the league? And now, now, I mean, with all your accomplishments, you're, you're a role model for other aspiring players. Kind of what's that dynamic like as well? Oh, uh, well, I, I really... Like when I was younger and growing up, like the, I really didn't really see like games, but like as I got older, uh, the LA Sparks, uh, Minnesota Lynx finals, those were very fun to watch. But I know I always had a dream. I mean, I was aware of the WNBA, I knew what the WNBA was. Even growing up, me being from Georgia, I went to Atlanta Dreams, uh, basketball games. So, I mean, I mean, it's, it's just great. I mean, just see how the league has grown from has grown each year, which it, which it has. I mean, it's just great. And I'm happy in the direction that the league is going. Awesome. I, I wanted to uh, go back um, regarding the bubble. I, I had a few questions about that. Justin and I have been fortunate to interview some media folks who who had been inside the bubble uh, and the wobble, uh, as, as they called it. <laughs> and um, I 
I was curious. I, I know, of course, you mentioned how much you enjoy playing in front of the fans, and that makes sense. That that always turns up the excitement. Um, were there any like kind of odd positives about the bubble that that maybe you didn't expect? I mean, as someone who's a professional athlete, you know, wanting to focus on games, where was there anything about the bubble that that was kind of a an unexpected positive, maybe? Oh, I got to see my friends. Uh that were on other teams, I got to see them a lot. So I'll say that that was a positive of uh, seeing my friends. <laughs> right on, right on. Um, in terms of like focus and game preparation, things like that, did was anything different or easier in, in the bubble compared to now? Uh, I mean, it, it's pretty much the same. I mean, I guess the easiest part is, I mean, the gym was like really like, right on the campus so it's easier uh transport but i mean we basically like prepare for games the exact same way gotcha cool um and the other thing I, I wanted to ask, you know, there there was, of course, a lot of emotional stuff that, that went down in 2020. We, we don't have to talk about all that. But um, being in, in an environment, you know, like the bubble where you're around less people, you're away from family and friends for some time. And I, I'd imagine that can be kind of hard in a team situation. Also could be something that was... Uh, really binding. I mean, you mentioned in, enjoying time with your friends in the league. Did you find it, it was something that um, changed the the dynamics of your team in any way? Uh, I want to say it kind of, I'll say the whole experience kind of feel like being in college again. Mm. I mean, like you see your teammates literally every day. I mean, granted, we really like couldn't do nothing because I mean, we're in a bubble, but the fact like you'd be able to build that bond and and it's almost where you really get to know, like, your teammates because you literally around them 24-7. Like, you get to see them, like, every day, everywhere. So, I mean, I'll just say, like, you were able to, to build, a, like, a stronger bond and get to know your teammates a lot better than how it is. Like, you just go to practice. You may not talk. And then I see you at practice the next day. So, I mean, it was able to build, like, a stronger bond. Awesome. Um, the other thing I, I wanted to ask you about was um, – your your Twitch streaming. How how often are you doing that, and what games are you playing on that? Uh, I mainly play uh, Warzone. I play a lot of lot of Warzone, but I'm a I'm more of a Rebirth Resurgence person. Like that big map, like I play it from time to time. But I don't really play the big map. I'm more of a Rebirth person. But yeah, I stream as 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 much as I can. Like I stream a whole bunch during the off season. And then when I'm in season, like days, like when I of course when I don't have games where I'm not trapped, like and play on twitch awesome what what is that like um with regards to connecting with with fans is is there like a, a different dynamic when people are tuning into your twitch streams do you does it do you feel like it kind of um builds that relationship with the fans doing that uh, i guess people can see me like in a different light other than being on the basketball court because you know like as best athlete, people tend to judge you how you are on the court. They just put that with how you are on the court. But what they don't realize is, like, on the court is business. Off the court, like, for example, like, on like on the court, people say I don't smile a lot, like I'm stone-faced. But when I'm on Twitch, like, I'm laughing, goofy, just, like, real chill. So it just gives people um, to see me in, like, another light, not on the basketball court. Awesome. 
while on the video game subject, um, do you have like any favorite video games growing up? Was it always kind of the first person shooters that you've been into, or do you kind of span the gamut in terms of what games you've been into, you know, just growing up or things that um, your all time favorite video games, I guess? Uh, well, growing up, uh, I played, well, I still do, but not as much, but I play a lot of NBA 2K. Okay. I played Madden. I played, uh, I even played uh, MLB games, played FIFA, uh, when Fight Night was popular, yeah. Mortal Kombat, Definitely. WWE Wrestling. Like, I play like, I, my catalog is like, I play like a whole bunch of like variety of games. But, and I wish they would bring like some of those games back because I mean, it was just like so much fun. Grand Theft Auto. So, like, my catalog is like big. So what was it like when the you know the NBA 2K when they introduced the WNBA and all of a sudden like you're in the game? Um, what what is that like? Was that weird? Like <laughs> playing as yourself, or did you think it was awesome? Like having your character in there? No, it, it was awesome. <laughs> Me being like a, a big uh, video gamer, and you know, like 2K, like like you actually like look like yourself. So like it was pretty cool and I, I and like I do play with myself and I'm like <laughs> like this is cool. I never imagined myself like being in like an official like video game. So I mean I was very excited. And what do you think about the gameplay? Because I've checked it out and it's like it's they, they did a really good job representing the, the WNBA side of things, just in terms of how that the game moves. But you're actually in the league. What did you think in terms of how accurate it was true to life compared to like the men's side of things in, in 2K? Was it pretty accurate? Were you pretty impressed with it? Or do you think there should be improvements made with that? Uh, I mean, they should fix my jump shot because I don't want to shoot. I don't want to shoot like that. Like, I get time on 2K, but. I mean, other than that, as far as, like, the graphics, like, the accessories that people wear and, like, the facial, like, to be able to do, like, an actual, like, face scan, I mean, it just showed, like, they really, like, like focused in and, and, and made the WNBA part of the game, like, just as important. So, I mean, that was very cool. Is there anything you think that should be in the game next year featuring just the women's game? So, maybe, like, international teams um, that – they're, they're not part of the NBA or maybe just a three X three, maybe introducing some kind of component. I'm um, into, in the two K ideas you think you have for next, for future games. Uh, I would say like, like, you know, like on how on the men's side, like the, the neighborhood. Oh yeah. Like on, on the WNBA side, it's like, you gotta like kind of sync to be able to play in neighborhoods. So I really like haven't like got to play that. So I wish it would be like a, like a WNBA like neighborhood side like how how you have like the men's like neighborhood i think that would be very cool that would. Well, Alicia, thank you very much. I know you're extremely busy. Thanks for taking some time out to chat with us. Um, please plug where we can find you on social media. Um, please plug your Twitch stream and anything else you want our listeners and viewers to know about. All right. Well, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at greatness15, G-R-A-Y-T-N-E-S-S-15. And also my Twitch is also greatness15, G-R-A-Y-T-N-E-S-S-15. Thank you very much, Alicia. Good luck in Tokyo. I know you guys are going to kill it. And, of course, good luck as well with your season with the Dallas Wings. I'm looking forward to seeing you. Thanks for joining us on the show again. Thank you all for having me. Thanks, Alicia. Go Wings. <laughs> <laughs>